Hi, you're listening to my mom, Kat Lee, on the Inspired to Action podcast. Hey, can I listen to it? Hey, my name is Kat Lee, and I want to welcome you to the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope this show is the pep talk that you need as a mom, a reminder that what you do every day is life-changing, and it matters more deeply than you could ever imagine. Out of all the women in the world, God chose you to be the mother of your children because you are special and amazing and he has called you and he will equip you. So thank you for serving your family, for loving your children fearlessly and for fighting to be a great mom. This episode is for you. Let's jump right in. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. Before we get into the content today, I have two super quick announcements for you, and especially for those of you who are ready to kick your motherhood up a notch. You want to take it to the next level. You really want to learn. You want to be excellent and pursue excellence in this gift that you've been called to. And those two resources are this. One, I'm going to be doing a webinar next Wednesday on April the 23rd with my friend Amy McCready. Amy McCready is the founder of a website and a course called Positive Parenting Solutions, and she's featured on the Today Show, the Rachel Ray Show, and all kinds of national and international media outlets. And I've been doing webinars with Amy for several years now, and we cover the same general topics when we do these webinars. And I have to say that every single time I come away with something new, even if I've heard the information before, Her content is just so packed with nuggets and tips and ideas that I can put into practical use and see the results of that day that every single time I come away with something new to try. So I really encourage you to sign up for this webinar. You can go to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash webinar to sign up. It is free. And if you're not able to attend on the day and time that we're doing it live, you can get a recording of it afterwards. Although if you're live, you can jump in on the chat and the Q&A and it's fun to hang out and chat with people. And it's also a great place to ask questions because she will answer the questions live during the webinar. So head over to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash webinar to get the information on that. Then the other resource that I have for you is that my friend Stephanie Langford, who I will be interviewing here on the podcast in a few weeks, uh, she co-founded a site called ultimate-bundles.com. And they're featuring their big, massive homemaking bundle, again, starting next Wednesday, April the 23rd. Apparently, that's a big day for learning and growing as a mom. And this bundle has over 70 resources, ebooks, and there's some courses and printables and all kinds of stuff, including my blog planning kit. If you were thinking about picking that up, this is the best way to get it because you get tons of other resources along with it. Uh, so head over to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash bundle. And that will get you to the website to learn about all the ebooks that they're offering and and how to get that. So those are two resources. I really want to pack this podcast, not just full of information, but resources that will help you take action on what you learn and take action on the things that you've been inspired by. Uh, so I also want to thank you guys for your encouraging emails and, and tweets and comments from last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, I shared my motherhood story, and I have to say I was a little nervous when I clicked publish because it was, I think, a little bit more vulnerable than I've been in podcasts before because usually I'm interviewing people or just sharing you know, tips on something. But it was sharing my story, and I was a little emotional at parts, but 
you guys were so encouraging in your response to it. And I just want to thank you for that. I know you don't have to stop and take the time to comment or to write a tweet, but it really means so much to me. And I just want to thank you uh, for doing that. And I'm, I'm so excited and blessed to know that you guys were encouraged by my story, because that's really why I write the blog, why I record these podcasts, that I want you to know that you have a story to tell, that God wants to take whatever your past is, whatever your present situation is, and he wants to turn it all into some amazing story that can be used for his glory and for the benefit of others. And if you take anything away from this, listening to this podcast or reading my site or whatever, I want it to be that you know that God has called you to great things, that this motherhood role is an incredible season where you can learn and you can grow and you can be excellent. And it is a foundation for anything else I believe that you're going to do in life. And it's a foundation, obviously, for your children to jump off of and to go even farther than we've ever gone. So I want to challenge you today just to be brave and daring in every task that God calls you to, whether it's maybe initiating a chat with another mom at the park or maybe spending an extra 15 minutes on your knees praying for your child this morning. I want to challenge you to push your limits, to be excellent, to fight the good fight for a story to tell. Just like any Olympian doesn't just sit and do the easy thing in order to get into the Olympics. Instead, they have a vision and a purpose, and they fight for it, and they pursue it. Success comes when we fight for it, and uh, when, honestly, when we're faithful a lot of times to the small things. And that's really what motherhood, a lot of it is about, just being faithful, being there for our children, being faithful to create those memories that can only be created one on top of each other day after day after day, remembering when I think back to my childhood, I think about my grandmother and how she would read to us um, or she would take us garage sailing on the weekends. A lot of times the things that our kids remember aren't the big, fantastic things, but the small, faithful things that we do. So that's actually what we're going to be chatting about today. Wow, it took me a long time to get into that intro. But today we're going to be talking about how we can harness the power of habits. And today is a little bit more about us as moms and as women and wives and believers than it is strictly about motherhood. But I believe that it is so important that we are healthy and whole and growing so that we can show our children how to be healthy and whole and growing. Um, most of you know my Hello Morning story. If you don't, um, it basically goes something like this. I had a really rough day with my kids, actually a really rough season. And I just felt like I was failing and I was so overwhelmed with all of the things that I thought I should do right. And I wonder if it's particularly because I didn't know my mom and I didn't have that example growing up. So in my head, I felt like the expectations of motherhood was strictly perfection. I didn't know that people failed. I didn't know that people didn't limit their children to everything the you know, National Pediatrics Association or whatever it's called um, says that you're supposed to do. You should eat these certain things. You should watch this amount of television. You should do this and that. And I just felt very bound by all those rules and just felt that uh, when I measured myself again, up against them that I was very much failing. And so in this one day when I was feeling particularly overwhelmed, I, I felt that God was like, you know what? I just need you to just be faithful to the small things and get up early and spend time with me. And so I did that. And that small habit of just getting up early and spending time with him 
it started an additional habit of really being more faithful about exercise, which started the additional habit of being faithful about planning my days so that I could live intentionally. And it created sort of this, I guess, trifecta of habits that have helped me in ways that I never would have imagined because getting up and spending time with the Lord, that gave me my identity. That gave me my direction for the day. And planning helped me to steer the rest of my day. And that fitness focus and morning exercise helped me to have the energy to accomplish those things. And I often say that habits beget habits, whether those habits are good habits or bad habits. And so today I want to talk about how we can create some of those good habits and why habits are so powerful. Um, Another story that I want to tell you, and I don't know, I don't always remember what stories I tell on this podcast. So if I end up being like your great aunt cat who tells the same stories over and over again, I'm sorry. You can remind me. Say, hey, cat, you, you already shared that story before. But I'm going to share my story about how I played tennis growing up. And I would play all the time. I was extremely faithful in practicing. And I would go outside and hit the ball constantly. I would sometimes go to the tennis court where there was no backboard and there was no buddy to play against, no wall to hit against. And I would just hit the ball over and over again and um, practice my forehand, practice my backhand, practice my lob. And I probably looked really pathetic to everyone who would walk by. Oh, look at that poor sweet girl with that bag of tennis balls playing with nobody. But I was so faithful about it. And I didn't know what I was doing it for. I just wanted to be good. I wanted to be excellent. I didn't necessarily really think that I would ever get to play against Steffi Graf or against, you know, any famous tennis player or become a pro. I just wanted to be my very best. I wanted to be excellent. And then one day when I went to college, I was playing out at the courts just because they had a backboard. Y'all, can I tell you how excited I was about that backboard? All my life, I'd played against nothing. You know, maybe the odd person who would come by and let me play with them. But for the most part, I just practiced by myself or, you know, when I was in high school, I played on a team. But I was so excited to go play on this back against this backboard. And I'm out there and I'm hitting and I'm just having so much fun that the ball is actually coming back to me when I hit it. And this guy walks up and I look over and I'm thinking, this is creepy. This man is watching me play tennis. And then he says, so what's your USGA rating? And I looked at him and I was like, my what? What? What words did you just say? Because I didn't understand them. I grew up in a town that was very poor and there wasn't really a tennis community or anything like that. And we didn't have USTA stuff that I was aware of. And so I had no idea what he meant by that. And he said, your USTA rating. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. And he said, well, I'm the Baylor women's head tennis coach and I'd love for you to come try out on the team. I was blown away, y'all. Because I never imagined, I never even thought about trying out for the Baylor tennis team. It's a Division One school. I just, you know, hadn't played tennis for all that long. I just loved it and wanted to play it. And so for him to come and choose me to come try out for the team, it was really, really, really cool. Probably my, it might sound pathetic to those of you who played college sports, but to me, it was my highest athletic achievement. I was so excited about it. And so I went and I got to train out, you know, train at the, um, the Baylor football facilities where we lifted weights. And can I just tell you how pathetic my scrawny little Asian self looked lifting weights, especially because the rest of the team were all these very tall European girls. And I 
was desperately just trying to keep up because they were all so big and strong and I was not. But anyway, that's another story. Okay, so I'm sharing that whole story with you because I want to challenge you that the power of faithfulness and the power of habits can lead to things that you would never expect or never imagine. And and I'm not saying that it's some magic recipe, but simply because I had been faithful for all those years to practice, even when it didn't make sense, even when I didn't know why, even when it was hard, even when there was no one to spur me on, those prepared me for that moment when that coach happened to walk by and happened to see me play. So in our lives as moms, what are we doing to prepare ourselves for the moment when God is looking for someone to help him on his team? What are we doing to get ready for that moment when he needs us and he wants to use us? And that's where habits come in. I read a statistic and it said that 45% or as much as 45% of what we do every day is habitual. So when you think about brushing your teeth or how you eat breakfast or when you get dressed or what your nightly routine is, the places you eat for lunch or the times that you get snacks, all of those things tend to revolve around habits. And ultimately, our habits can drive us or we can drive them. And so today I want to challenge you to drive your habits, to create habits that are going to be life-giving for you because habits tend to beget habits. I often share the idea of a laundry pile. I don't know if it's like this at your house because maybe you are so on top of your laundry. And if you are, I want to talk to you because I am not. And I have a laundry basket in my bathroom. And sometimes my kids will come and put their laundry in it and then they miss. And so then there's a couple pieces of laundry on the floor. And then another child comes in to put their laundry in. And I don't exactly know what goes through their brain at that point in time. But I'll walk in there and then their laundry is on the floor. And the hamper's not full, but then there becomes this growing pile of laundry on the floor simply because one person didn't take the effort to make sure that their laundry got into the hamper. But then there's the other side of the coin that if I've just cleaned a room, uh, I find that it stays clean a lot longer because no one wants to leave that one cup on the table that's perfectly clean. Nobody wants to leave that one toy in the middle of the floor that's perfectly clean. And so it's the same in our lives and the same with our habits. When we take the time and energy to create one good habit, it leads to other good habits. If we don't take that time and energy and we allow bad habits to grow, it leads to more bad habits. So habits tend to beget habits. So I'd like for you to look at your day and think about some of the habits that you already have in place. And then think about what habits you would like to adopt. Now, we can't adopt a billion habits all at one time because that's just really hard to do. So I challenge you to focus just on one at a time. And I would honestly recommend that be getting up and spending time with God in the morning. Again, doesn't need to be an hour. And we'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. But the things that often drive habits are, I think, four things. We have uh, the specific time or location a certain series of actions, a particular mood, or the company of specific people. So I tend to eat really bad at night after everyone has gone to bed. So if my husband has gone to bed and I didn't choose to get up and go to bed at the same time, I find myself surfing the internet, looking for something unhealthy to eat, and I just know that that's a habit that I have. 
That's a certain location, usually my couch, and a time of day, and a particular mood in a series of actions that lead to that. And um, so think about the habits that you want to create. How can you connect that habit to a specific location or time of day, to a certain series of actions, to a particular mood, or to the company of specific people? So a good example of this, I think, is the Hello Mornings Challenge. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's something that I started several years ago, and Katie Orr and Joyce Moy have helped run for a long time. And it's basically a community of women who want to get up early and spend time with God, exercise, and plan their day. However small those increments are, um, they wanted to get a little bit of those every day so that they can develop just life-giving habits that give them focus and energy and, and a right perspective on their day. And the great thing about Hello Mornings is that it it fits all those categories of creating a habit. Because there's this when you when you're put into a Hello Mornings group, you generally agree on a specific location, meaning where you connect. So maybe that's on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. You usually connect around the same time of day. Uh, not everybody needs to get up at the exact time, same time in the morning, but you usually connect within an hour or two of each other. Uh, a certain series of actions, which are spending time with God, a little bit of exercise and planning your day, a particular mood, which hopefully is a positive one because you're getting up and spending time with God, exercising and planning, and then the company of specific people. And there is so much energy that we can get from being around people who are forward-focused and who are pursuing excellence in their own lives and trying to grow. That is just something that really can't be valued. I think there's a, a saying that says that we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. And so it's so important that we surround our pe- ourselves with people that are people to be looked up to, people to be admired, and people who are walking forward in this journey alongside us. So the next tip that I have, that was a first long tip, and that first tip was just basically that habits can transform our lives and that habits beget habits. This next tip on harnessing the power of habits is just to start small and aim big. So it's easy to think of a habit and say, yeah, I want to be a marathon runner and just to go out there and start running really long distances. But Nobody's going to stick with that for more than really a day, probably, but maybe three days, maybe a week. But in actuality, all that effort that we put into wanting to achieve big goals is energy that we should be putting into faithfulness, into accomplishing small things day in and day out. And so if you were wanting to have a morning habit or if you were wanting to eat healthier, whatever topic you would want to focus on, start small and aim big. It's good to have big dreams. It's good to have big goals, but start with something small, doable, that you can get done each and every day. So if it was for mornings, just start getting up 15 minutes early, not an hour and a half, not two hours, just 15 minutes, spend five minutes reading the Bible and praying, five minutes doing some sit-ups or some squats, and five minutes looking over your to-do list. I mean, you could do it, honestly, you could do it in six minutes and do two minutes each. Whatever it is, the whole thing is really about building the habit. So it doesn't really matter how much you do it every day. It just matters that it gets done every day. So start small with things that you can really accomplish. And I read a book called Habits. I think it's by a gentleman named Charles Duhigg. I'm going to need to look into that. But it was a really interesting book all about habits, why we have them, how they affect us. And one tip they have in there is that it's 
really powerful just to commit to the first minute of something. So if you're trying to adopt a good habit, it's powerful just to commit to that one first minute. So if I want to start running 30 minutes every day, I don't need to commit to running 30 minutes each day. I need to just say, you know, I'm going to run for one minute. And if I get out there and I run that one minute, I can stop if I want to. And by simply giving ourselves that permission, that frees up our willpower to be able to just go out there and do it. But we often find that once we get out there and do it, we don't really want to turn around. We don't want to come back. So whatever habit you would like to form, just commit to something really small. Set a nice big goal, but commit to something really small and just start. Because sometimes perfection can be the enemy of progress because we want everything to be done just right. We need to do it the best. We need to do it big. But instead, we just need to make progress, however small that is. The third tip that I have for you is um, not to, to make it, I've shared this before, is that I want you to make whatever your excuses are to not build those habits, make those your story instead of your excuse. I've shared this before on the podcast. I know for sure your great aunt Kat has shared this story before, but I'm repeating it intentionally because it's so good. And that's that uh, Isaiah Austin, a basketball player for Baylor, he basically lost all his vision in uh, his eye, his right eye, I believe. And he was you know, really upset about this. This was in junior high before he really took off as a player. And he went to his mom and he was just upset about the fact that he wasn't going to be able to see out of this eye because how can you possibly play basketball, a sport that requires tons of peripheral vision and depth perception? How can he play without his eye? And his mom just said to him, son, you can make this your excuse or you can make it your story. And y'all, he made it his story. And it's a story that's inspired so many people on so many different levels, including a random mom who talks on a, blog, uh, on a podcast every week. So don't underestimate the power of overcoming your excuses and turning them into stories and how far that can reach to impact other people and not just you. I've also been inspired lately to know that we are capable of so much more than we often think that we are capable of. And I love what Coach John Wooden says. He says, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. Because it's easy for us when we think about a new habit to think about all the things that we can't do. I know that with Hello Mornings, I get a lot of emails uh, in response to a book that I wrote called Maximize Your Mornings. I get a lot of emails that say, well, I'd love to get up early, but I have this, this, and this. I would love to spend time with God every day, but I, my situation is this, and I work these hours, or my husband does this, or my kids do this. And it really comes down to our choice of whether or not we're going to embrace growth or whether we're going to embrace an excuse. So whatever goal that you would like to accomplish, whatever habit you want to start, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. So if you're wanting to get up early in the morning, don't let the fact that you can't get up an hour and a half early interfere with the fact that you could get up five minutes early. Don't let the fact that you can't exercise right now because you just had surgery on your knee interfere with the fact that you can get up and you can read about health and things that you can do, like eating healthy. You could read about nutrition, um, things that you can do to better your health. 
So whatever your goal is, whatever your habit is, think about that for a minute. Think about those excuses that might come into your head to keep you from taking action. And I double dog dare you. Oh, yes, I did. I double dog dare you to instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what you can do. How can you really make that a habit? How can you stick with it? What's it going to take? And do those things to build those habits because good habits beget good habits. Bad habits beget bad habits. And the sum of our habits form our character. So it's so important for us as moms, as we show our character every day to our kids, to have good and life-giving habits. They are powerful. They impact not just us, but our children as well. This morning habit that I have has trickled down to my children. And usually every morning that I find them coming, running across the house with their, I can hear their little feet running across the hardwood floors in the morning. And then they come into my little closet where I have my office and a little, it's not a couch. It's actually just a bunch of couch cushions on the floor covered with a blanket where they snuggle down and they read their Bible in the morning. So this habit that has been so life-giving for me and not always easy to do, it's trickled down to them as well. And I see them having this habit and they have these wonderful memories and feelings and thoughts about the early mornings because it's times that they know that they get up and they go and they cuddle with mom and they read their Bible. So habits not, don't just affect our lives, but they affect the lives of our children as well. So I would love to hear what habit you are looking to start. If it happens to be a morning habit, the registration for the Hello Mornings Challenge is actually open this week. And you can head over to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash hello mornings to get all the information about that. It is a free challenge and you can participate and get tons of encouragement and resources as well to help you in that journey. And so if you get a chance, or actually I want you to make a chance, I would love to hear what habit you're looking to start. You can connect with me on Instagram and tag me. I am inspired to action on Instagram and I'm inspired the number two action on Twitter, or you can just um, head over to the blog and comment there and tell me what habit you're looking to implement. I'd love to find resources for you and hopefully encourage you in that journey. So that is all we have for today's episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope it inspires you to action. So I want you to go and let me know how it inspired you to action. What habit are you going to start? What habit are you going to build on? And let's get started on this. Let's build some great habits that influence our children's lives and that uh, change us and help us to be a greater blessing to those around us. Uh, So thanks so much for joining me on the Inspired to Action podcast, and we will see you next week. Well, that's all that we have for today's episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I know that there are a million things that you could be doing right now, and I hope that this episode has encouraged you. You know, if you have any questions or suggestions for me, just head over to inspiredtoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to do whatever I can to get the resources that you need to keep growing as a mom. And if you enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms to find it and get the encouragement that they need. 
And as always, you can check out all the show notes for this session at inspiredtoaction.com. And you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free prayer calendars for moms at the blog. Just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. And my name is Kat Lee, and I wish you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you're a mom. You're kind of a big deal. Now go be awesome. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. But I've set aside this time for you. I bow before the throne of a noble My heart begins to sing It's gonna be a good day A good day filled with His grace His grace and sweet new mercies May my thoughts obey Jesus to walk in His way by His Spirit with each breath that I take It's feeling like a good day